Good morning. Welcome back to another episode. This is your host, John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. I appreciate your help, your support, and your help for this podcast. That being said, on today's episode, we're going to discuss Kobe Bryant, Black Mamba, and, le- and his legacy. Um, it's been a week now since Kobe Bryant have died on a crash in Calabasas, California. It was a shock to all of us. That kind of reminded me of 2009 when Michael Jackson passed. But that being said, um, there was a lot of stuff that's coming out um, about his death, uh, what he was doing before he died. Um, there has be a lot of conspiracy uh, theorists out there, but I'm one of them myself. Because like I said, I had to wait to get more information about the death. Uh, because I just found out a couple of days ago, um, the pilot was not authorized to fly the helicopter. So uh, that's how they end up crashing the helicopter in the clouds. Um, it was very cloudy that day. Um, plus, there's a sensor that the, uh, that the helicopter didn't have. If you fly in low, the sensor will go off, but uh, his helicopter didn't have that. Uh, another thing they were talking about, too, he was doing a lot of um, business deal behind closed door, um, mostly for the trademark Black Mamba. Uh, the Black Mamba name, Black Mamba, like I say, is a snake. Uh, it's a very poisonous snake out of, in Africa uh, that can kill 10 grown men. I told you that last time on the, my last podcast. It's a very poisonous. You don't want to be close to that snake. You want to see if you see that snake a, a, a ten yard, a hundred yard away from you. You need to go the other way. Um, it's very poisonous. It can kill ten grown men. That being said, the black mamba represent um, his alter ego on the court. Um, one can argue, and it, it have a spiritual um, uh, connotation to it. I, I will not get into that because a lot of you guys are so simple-minded Negroes. Or, you know, like I said, you don't know what I'm talking about. So that being said, his death was taken by shock. You know, a lot of people miss Kobe Bryant because they play with him. Some of them, some people have personal relationship with Kobe Bryant. So back to his black mamba trademark. He was in court fighting with the pharmaceutical company. So there are three suspects on this death. Is the NBA's one. The pharmaceutical is another suspect. This third suspect will be um, the owner of the helicopter. Like I told you guys before, Kobe Bryant did not own the helicopter. He was just leasing the helicopter. He did not own it. So that's one. Those are three suspects we should look like. Pharmaceutical, the owner of the helicopter, and the NBA. Uh, another report I found out from the um, from searching online, hearing from other pundits, other podcasts, and other YouTubers, there was a, and I look it up too, he was doing a deal in China he wanted to open a new NBA team in China that was going to generate billions of dollars for Kobe and his company. And plus, he was doing the animation where he owned everything. He created everything himself. So they didn't like the idea. Um, that being said, um, the man was uh, was doing a lot of big moves behind closed door. He didn't really talk about it, which is, I tell you guys, when you guys doing those big moves, even small move, don't even talk about it. You're going to have haters. You're going to be around. They're going to be hating you. They're going to undermine you. So that's why you got to keep a lot of things to yourself when you do those deals. You got to keep your mouth shut. Don't go on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook and post your stuff out there. People are going to hate. So that being said, my, my heart got to his wife, Vanessa Bryant, um, because she might be listening to this podcast. Who knows? 
Um, I, I know she's very numb right here, mentally, spiritually, she's very numb. So it's hard for you know a woman, for a wife, uh, is to really go to this grief when you lost your daughter and your husband at the same time. It's hard for you to process that. We all have death in our family, but this one is hard to process. It's going. It's she will never. She forever. It'll be a scar in her memory. She will never get over this death. She will never get over it because it was very tragic and traumatic. So she's not going to get over this death for decades to come. So <clears throat> that being said, my heart go out to her, the family, Kobe Bryant's sisters. I know he had two sisters, the, the, his father, his mom, and his teammates. Uh, my heart go out to them because um, the Lakers lost a legend. He was a L.A. Lakers legend. So um, it was a great loss for the, the, the whole NBA as a whole, for the, goal, uh, for the Lakers uh, as an as as owner team. Uh, it was a great loss for everybody. Me, I didn't know him personally. I'm just speaking from what I've learned, uh, what I've heard and what I've learned over the years about Kobe. I've been watching Kobe ever since he came out of Marion High School. Uh, 96, he was traded to the Charlotte Hornets. Then he went back to, um, he was picked by Jerry Ress and on the 17th uh, pick. And they was able to uh, make a deal with the Charlotte Hornets and bring him to LA. But Kobe Bryant was a great businessman. He was well on his way um, to make great things. Um, there's, not, there's no coincidence in life. Um, like I said, we all have to cherish our life, whether you're a multi-millionaire, multi-billionaire, whether you're average Joe. You still have to cherish your life, you know, spend time with your family, love your family, your friends, your loved ones. And it's, we need to spend more time. Um, time is precious. Um, you cannot put price on time and health. Uh, take care of your health, and that's all you have. That's your greatest wealth is your health. Um, we have to cherish those, cherish those things I just mentioned. Uh, Kobe Bryant's death, it touched, have touched the whole world. Um, it kind of reminded me of Michael Jackson's death. Uh, it was very tragic, uh, to say the least. Now I'm going to uh, dive into the haters. Alison Morrison, the anchor from MSNBC, she's a scumbag. She's a freaking pendejo. This bastard, and, you know, we all make mistakes at time, you know. But when you're a news anchor, how could you mix up Niggers with Lakers? Those are two different words. If you don't even feel want to call it the Nick, Knickers, Kobe Bryant never played for the Knicks, first of all. Second of all, how could you mix those two words? Niggers and Lakers, they, they don't sound alike. They're two different words. So me, I will put position for her to be fired on the spot. Like I said, those white liberal women are Decepticon. Shout out to Godfrey. I get that from Godfrey. And they are. They are Decepticon. They, they play both, both sides. So the white liberals, they're just as racist as those conservatives. Uh, don't, let, don't get it misconstrued. They're just as racist as the other group. So those white liberal women, they act to be feminists. And as a black woman, you have no allies. The white women are not on your side, okay? They're not on, when they go march with you, you're fighting for them. You're not fighting for yourself. So you by yourself. You better stick with your black men and fight the power. Fight for justice. These white liberal women, um, most of them are dykes or pansexual. And you know who you are if the shoe fits wearing them shoes. Um, like I said, they are Decepticon because they play both sides. The white liberal women, I don't trust none of them. I do not trust them for one iota. I don't trust the white liberal woman. 
she is a Decepticon. Shout out to Godfrey once again for putting this out there. Um, Kobe Bryant's death was very tragic. Um, it took us all by surprise, myself included. Um, the whole world was in tears uh, when he passed on. He did. He had not been buried. And these bastards, those haters already uh, digging dirt on him. Like I said, Elvis, you know, had molested a lot of children. Only in, he had slept with a lot of young girls. You don't call him a pedophile. You don't talk about Elvis. You still call him. The, you still claim he's the king of rock and roll, which I beg to differ. He's not. He copied. He's a culture vulture. He take all the stuff from black people. His dance steps, his singing style. He copied everybody. Even his hairstyle. He took that hairstyle from Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry was the first person to slick his hair back. There was no white man back then that was slicking his hair back. He took that from a black man. You know, he's a he's a thief. He stole that stuff. He stole the whole style from black people. Elvis was a thief. And I know you guys don't like it. I don't give a damn what you like. I don't give a damn. The truth shall be spoken on this podcast. And I will do one on Elvis Presley. As a so-called king, so-called king of rock and roll. But that being said, um, we lost a great man, a great father, a great husband. Like I said, you can hate him if you want. You can say he's arrogant. He can, you know, he can be self-centered. But I can't really speak on that because that's on the court. You know, you have to be arrogant on the court at t- most of the time. So I don't know him personally. I can people that I was around him say he was a good guy. He was very respectful. He was a family man. So I don't know Kobe Bryant personally. I can just speak on what I've heard from other his teammates and people that hang out with him like Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, and, you know, the, his teammates. Um, like I said, um, this death, the, the forensic uh, report haven't come out. Uh, there's a lot of things that's going to be coming out about his death that's going to shock a lot of people. Uh, I, I think it was no coincidence that he died the day after um, LeBron James uh, surpassed him in the all-time list, scoring list. So I think that was already preset for him to be dead. On that crash, um, first of all, they didn't give the, the pilot the go the green light to fly the, the jet. He took it upon himself, and plus the, the jet uh, the, the the helicopter didn't have the sensor to to alert the pilot if he's flying low. And they say he was flying very low, and that's how he ended up crashing into the hills. But that being said, it's a great loss for the NBA for the you know for the, this generation. Kobe was an icon. And I don't idolize celebrity, like I told you guys before. It's, just, it's just demonic. I don't idolize Kobe, but I, I I was inspired by Kobe as a man, as a as a as a, a great basketball player. I was very inspired by his competitiveness, uh, his um, his might, his his um, toughness. So I was inspired by that. His motivation. He was a great motivation speaker uh, when it comes to. The way he trained, the way he talked about the game, how he break down the game. So he was at the top. He was the creme de la creme. Um, I can give uh, Jordan one A. I'll give Kobe one B because they are in the same category uh, when it comes to mental toughness, competitiveness, and hunger for the game and love for the game. So that being said, it's a great loss for all of us. My heart go out to his wife, Vanessa Bryant, his daughters, his three daughters. Um, I know they're going to miss their fathers. You know, they're not going to have their fathers to walk them down the aisle when they get married. So it's a, it's a sad day for, it's a sad week. Yeah, I've been a sad week. This is, he down last Sunday. To, today's a new week. 
Um, is a sad. He's not been a sad week for the whole. He's the. He's the. He's a great loss for the the sport. He's a great loss for the sports, all sports for that matter. Um, like I said, uh, you know, we live in the computer age, uh, the Twitter age, so everything goes viral within a millisecond. So Kobe Bryant will go down as one of the greatest um, basketball player of all time, and he will be. That was the greatest loss of any sport, any sport that we have had in the past hundred years. So Kobe Bryant was well loved by his teammate, by his fans. Um, but like I said, um, he was in court fighting for that trademark Black Mamba. That was his trademark Black Mamba, the pharmaceutical, because he had a nutritious drink. He was coming out of uh, pills he was working on. The pills were already out. He just used, they, another company was using the name, so they was in court fighting. So I would suggest that his wife continue that. I would suggest after she grieved, she have to go back to court and get his trademark from those bastards because that was his trademark, the Black Mamba trademark. And he was going to make billions of dollars on that. So like right now, she can't really talk about this right now because the lady's grieving. She's numb from this tragedy. So after she get herself together, me, if I was advising her, I'd say, yeah, you need to fight for the trademark because that's why your husband was fighting for that. Make sure you get the trademark back. Took that trademark back for them. That, that will, his legacy will live on. Um, like I said, um, he, he had a great legacy. His legacy is going to live on. Uh, his children will carry his legacy uh, in his family. But uh, nonetheless, we lost a great um, athlete, uh, a great dad, a great father, a great husband. Um, we all have a skeleton in the closet. I'm not here to judge anybody here. I'm not here to judge Kobe and his past or what he did behind closed door. That's between him and his wife. But I'm just here to just give my, my perspective on his death. Uh, this is the Black Mamba Kobe legacy. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, like I said, uh, to, to all the conspiracy theorists uh, that's out there, kudos to you. I know you guys are working hard out there and get all the information about the tragedy. And there's more information coming in. I might do a part three. This is a part two, Black Mamba, Kobe Legacy. Um, like I said, stay tuned for that. Um, you guys have a great day and a great week. One love.